So yeah, pick it up now. Now, now I have something. Before it was like straight line, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, we can save her. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Crooked Table Podcast, where we discuss the world of film from a fresh angle. And now your host, Robert Yanis Jr. Welcome to the Crooked Table Podcast. This is Rob. This is Freddie. On this episode, we're going to be talking about War for the Planet of the Apes, which is basically, sounds like the filmmakers are trying to fit as many conjunctions or any prepositions as possible into into a single film title. Look, blank of the blank of the blank. I'm like, Jesus Christ, why don't you just call it War for the Apes? We all know yeah. that it's the Planet of the Apes. You don't have to put Planet of the Apes in every single uh, film title. Especially when there's like what now? I think this is the eighth one, eighth or eight or nine. Yeah, the eighth or something like that. There's, well, a, there's a lot of them. If you're yeah, if well, you're, you're counting the whole franchise. If you're yeah. counting the whole franchise. So we're gonna be talking about that movie, and then uh, we're gonna talk about Baby Driver from director Edgar Wright. But before we get into Baby Driver, Freddie uh, Freddie went out and hung out with a couple of minions for a little bit, and I wanted mm-hmm. to get some feedback, man on the street report on Despicable Me three. For me, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this franchise. So I, I saw the first one in theaters, I think, a couple times. Uh, I even own the second one and Minions, and I know a lot of people are, like, hating on the Minions. I don't know if it's because it made a billion dollars or because the characters are basically... I mean, they're basically surrogates for little kids. No wonder those characters are so popular for with little kids. Yeah. They speak gibberish. They like being silly and bananas and butts and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so Despicable Me 3, where did that... How did that, how did that land for you... As far as in the franchise, or uh, you know, just in, in general, as an animated film, I think. Um, do you like the second one better than the first one? I like the first one better than the second one, but I still like the second one. I like probably maybe this one better than the second one. Okay, but it's not better than the first one. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's well, that's the case with most so franchises. It, it's it was really ones. good though. It was really good. It was entertaining. I liked his. I liked that they have that they had this whole thing with his brother Drew. That's right. like terrible. Um, and what's he, terrible? He's, the, the character of Drew is the terrible? character. Yeah, the character of 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 Drew is as the you know he's the brother of Gru. Right. And uh, he's like the he's names. trying to. Trying to be a super villain, but he's terrible at it. Oh, that's funny. So the whole time Gru's like trying to do his thing, Drew keeps messing him up. Nice. So he has to compensate for for Drew. Did the did the movie balance all the different subplots? Because I'd heard that, I'd heard that it, it has the uh, Drew and Gru thing, and has the minions go to prison, and then there's also the the villain that they're trying to stop. Like there's too many things the going Balthazar on. Brat. Yeah. yeah, there's too many things going on, and it there wasn't. I mean, suffers because of that. No, I didn't think that at all because um, it's not like they were huge topics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just like cut to the minions and well, yeah, like, the minion thing, and could, they're trying to survive on their own. That could literally be and like one scene cut they, away if they wanted it to be. Yeah, and it was. It was like two or three scenes, yeah. and then it went back to Gru and Drew. You know. And then they didn't really need to go into the backstory of Balthazar Bra- uh, Brat as much because it was yeah because pretty one dimensional. People listening that haven't character. seen that he's basically like a former child star or something. Yeah, he was from like a sitcom in the eighties, so he's basically stuck in the eighties. Yeah, and, and then it got the canceled. Michael Jackson dance fighting and all. It kinds got of canceled, stuff. and he tries to relive the the show. That's a cool as idea, being though. a as being a supervillain. That's a fun idea. I mean, concept. but and it's I, Trey Parker, right? Trey, yeah, Trey Parker, oh, South Park, South Park co-creator, yeah, that, yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't think that it was, it wasn't, you know, like 
it's it's a cartoon. It's not like like I, we say this time and time again. X Men: The Last Stand, like when they threw so so much storyline into one right. movie, those storylines they could have made one movie off of one of those storylines. Right. You know, so, but this it, it's a cartoon. They're very it's very fast paced. It's very sort fast of jumping paced. Around a lot anyway. It jumps. Yeah, that's how yeah. all the Despicable Me's are, and that's also. True. Um, it's it wasn't like something that they could go and do a whole movie about. It was just like they do this thing while they do this thing, and then they coincide together and to go fight this guy. You know, it all went together at the end, anyways. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't I didn't think that at all. Why haven't you gonna see it yet? It's, I haven't been able so, to. Yeah, I have seeing a, other I have movies sm- and stuff. I have a small child, and I have to choose Despicable Me or Baby Driver. She'd probably and like the Minions. Baby Driver has to win out. <laughs> Um, so that was my yeah because I mean we saw Spider Man as as you can hear on the last episode of the Crooked Table podcast and we had a lot to say about that um, but we saw that like a couple of days before you know a couple of days before my birthday and then but the next movie I had a chance to go see was Baby Driver which came out like you know the end of June so um, yeah so I haven't gotten a chance and then now you know War for the Planet of the Apes so yeah. between everything that those movies and then Dunkirk coming next week and then Atomic Blonde and then yeah, maybe in August if I haven't seen it by August, maybe in August I'll see it because August usually kind of dips down now. Lately, uh, lately they used to have like some big movies in August too because it was still technically summer. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I don't know if it's at least at least here in Florida, the school year now is like ends in May and starts like early like ends in early May and starts in early August. So I don't know if that's maybe kind of the trend nationwide, and that's why there's like poorer and poorer movies in August than there used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Used to have like a pretty like some pretty big movies in like at least the first half of August. I don't really think there's anything super huge coming out in August. I think pretty much Atomic Blonde is sort of the beginning of the like wind down until October. There were November a couple. There's a the couple that come out on August fourth, but. Yeah, but it's nothing, like the very beginning. Nothing super. Yeah, because when we saw there crazy. were two movies that came out on August fourth. I think it was Atomic Blonde and maybe. I think Atomic Blonde July twenty eighth. If I'm. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, okay. pretty sure. Well, there were two movies. Yeah. It might have been. And the Detroit emoji movie. Or... The what emoji it? movie comes out July twenty eighth. Okay, okay. You do have August fourth. Uh, the Dark Tower and Detroit. Both. Yeah. So bo- I'm looking forward to seeing both of those. But then after that, it's like the next week is Annabelle Creation. Yeah. Is the, next, is the big. Then movie. it goes downhill. And then Nut Job too. And then it's like Hitman's Bodyguard, which is uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Sam Jackson. That could be fun. But it, like, it's not. There's no big event movies anymore. After I guess the first week in August. Yeah. Um. So, so Despicable Me recommended by you. Yeah, I, I think haven't, I haven't seen that many. Sorry, it's a solid watch. Like, it's a solid watch. It's a solid watch. Yeah, it's it's one of the better cartoon. It's you know, it's a lot better than Nutjob and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I actually I give it like liked, a three out of five or something. Three out of five. Oh, yeah. So that's like basically good, but not like fantastic. entertaining. Decent, you know, yeah. not inter- It's worth the watch because it's entertaining. Right. But it's Especially not. If you have small it's kids. not like a Zootopia or something like right. that. It's, you know, it's not transcendent. But if you have small kids and you're looking to just oh yeah, they'll definitely be entertained. Air conditioned for an hour and a half. You'll be entertained. And just chill. Yeah. Um, uh, they, uh, they own the DreamWorks, it's DreamWorks, right? Uh, it's Illumination, I think it's Universal. Universal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal, because they have the right. Right. Yeah. Uh, they, they own Sing, right? The, the movie? Yeah, I heard about it. That's in the trailer. They have, yeah, Minions, Minions have, like, a whole number. 
I, I didn't really watch the trailer to this pickle me well, three, so I, I came I in there and, blank. I try and not see trailers very much unless it's something like Star Wars, and I'm like, oh my god, I get to see it, or Spider Man, or something. I, like yeah, I try. I try to limit. I maybe see the first trailer, right. and then all the other trailers I try not to see because I don't want to ruin the movie too much for me. Yeah, but because the, then what happens? But what happens for me at least is that it gets drilled into my head like four thousand times every time. Like I said to you today when we saw Planet of the Apes. Like, Atomic Blonde trailer, again, I'm going to go to the bathroom real fast. I've seen this one like 47,000 times. Because every movie, they have that trailer. It it kind of looks like a a Jason Bourne. Well, it's John Wickian a little bit, too, because it's... John Wick was directed by two guys. One of them stayed on to do John Wick Chapter 2. The other one went to make Atomic Blonde. So they're both, like, making John Wick. It's a John Wick kind of... Yeah, Con- John Wick uh, style, Fu. style, like very stylized, and uh, Atomic Blonde actually s- takes place in the eighties. I don't know if they they don't really make that clear in the trailer. Well, did she do a lot of gun work though? It, in but, that movie? In the movie? In Atomic Blonde? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I maybe. In the trailer, it looks didn't like, look it. like it was look like it. Was, I I think it I think it switches it switches like, like yeah. John Wick. Yeah. Yeah, but there's sometimes in John Wick there's whole sequences where he's just shooting the gun. Oh, it's mostly headshots. It's it's mo- yeah, it's mostly yeah, like the <laughs> if you look on the because I just got the John Wick like the tunnel two. scene, the catacomb scene yeah. or something oh, that's like a that. Great sequence. Yeah, if you look at the um, on the Blu-ray of John Wick Chapter Two, there's like a whole kill count thing where they go around and you just like count all the times that everybody he kills. Like he kills like 115 people. Like while really the movie's like going. No, they just like like a, it's a montage. Because that would have been cool. <laughs> That would be cool. Actually, that would be like, cool if it, if, it, if it had a count on the. You watch the movie. The movie it just like has a, a count in the corner. The bottom right corner. You can play like a like a like a bet or a game or something just to be like how many counts does he kill? A shot every time yeah. you kill somebody, and then you a die shot in like well, how, ten minutes into no, the movie. No, no like <laughs> like the, like how many by the end of the movie? How many by the end of the sequence? Stuff like that. Yeah. So have like one for like the total kills, and then one for the sequence, this fight sequence. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like the catacombs, how many kills? I mean, it'd probably be like 55 or something. <laughs> it's a lot. There's a lot of kills yeah. in, in that sequence, but like in the whole movie, I think it was 115, 120-something. It, yeah. it was really high. And with the third one, it's probably going to be worse. So, oh, yeah. yeah so just with me, is that, is that, would you say it's probably, where is that one of your favorite animated movies of the year so far? What does it have to compare against? I don't know. What I've what I, what I, seen. Not very much, I guess. Yeah, I like Captain <laughs> Underpants. I if if nothing, if nothing else comes to mind, I'm gonna... I saw Captain Underpants and a couple. You know, I brought I brought our, my my daughter to see that too, and uh, and then I I saw we did a review for WeGotDiscovered.com for that, so that was a pretty solid one. And Lego Batman, but yeah, it's been kind of light this year for animation so far. Like there hasn't been any very many. Or it's more low key, low key animation, like nothing big. Yeah. I mean, we're getting a Disney or a Pixar. I forget. I think maybe a Pixar in the in the fall. Yeah. Disney. Or... Moana came out this year. No, that was last year. That was November. Was it? Yeah, uh, it was like November. It was like a Thanksgiving. You know, they like to do that. I saw it this year. Well, yeah, <laughs> you saw it because it hit Netflix this year. But, yeah. Um, so okay, so uh, that's the you can't catch movie. them all in the theaters. No, unlike Pokemon, mm-hmm. you can't can't catch. Well, them even all. with even with. I mean, people come. People are trying to catch all the Pokemon. I don't know. I don't know much about Pokemon. I just heard. I just know, catch them all is like their thing. Um, so that was uh, that's Despicable Me three. So we, I was under the impression you hadn't seen Baby Driver. So I thought we were going to compare notes. 
And I'd be like, let me tell you about Baby Driver. And he'd be like, let me tell you hanging about what the minions are up to. Yeah. Um, but it Which, turns out... It seems it's a little one-sided because there's so much more to talk about with Baby Driver. Well, there's much more to say with Baby Driver. And this big old me, you're like, there were minions, there were there were villains and stuff I mean, happening. Yeah, there's nothing... Silly I, shit and bananas happened. And yeah, because also if it takes the entertainment out of the movie if I ruin it for well, you. Well, yeah, don't too. spoil the whole if movie. If I'm like... Like, this is a really funny part. and then, right, right. I mean, I told you the basics of, right. of what it was. Which anyways. I know from the trailer. Yeah. Which you can, yeah. Yeah, which you can kind of guess from the trailer. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really funny, though. Okay, I, cool. I recommend. There you go. Pretty approved. So, Baby so, Driver. Baby Driver. We will not be getting into spoilers for this, really, but we'll we'll get into spoilers hardcore for the apes a little bit later. Oh, we're the... not going to get into spoilers? No, no. We want to go. Do we have to go into spoilers for this? No, I guess it vaguely? doesn't. I guess it doesn't. Okay, so Baby to. Driver. I like from, the music. From Well, yeah. From writer-director Edgar Wright, who did the Cornetto trilogy, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Who and, wrote uh, half of Ant-Man. Yeah, he was going to direct Ant-Man, and then that didn't work out. Uh, I, still well, think his version, I still think his version of Ant-Man would have been much better than what we got. Even though the movie we got is not bad, it's fine. It's, it's It might have felt more indie, and Marvel doesn't necessarily want to go in that route. They don't want to let people They like crazy. big, like, blockbuster type. I guess. They don't like... Um, like indie film well, kind of sensibilities feel. yeah well even because this mean, had an indie film to artistic vibe right and that's james gunn has sort of i mean he proved himself with the first one with the first guardians but he sort of has a weird quirky kind of sensibility to him yeah too. it fits with the it fits with that universe if you're not yeah. james gunn they don't they don't want you to do your own thing. i guess they want you I to do what not. they want you to do yeah much in a lot of ways um, yeah I don't know. I feel like... You did uh, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead? That's the Cornetto trilogy. Oh, okay. Okay. Cornetto is is like an ice cream dessert that there's different flavors and they have in each one of those movies, one of the characters, like one of those Cornettos makes an appearance. So there's like the red, the red, like strawberry flavor, whatever, in Shaun of the Dead because it's like zombies and blood and all that stuff. Yeah. And then it's a blue one for Hot Fuzz because it's a police... Yeah. And then it's a green one for The World's End because it's like involves sci-fi and that kind of thing. Okay. Or like aliens, I don't necessarily kind of follow that one. That one would be like uh, woodsy or something, maybe. What? You should have done something in the woods for the green. Oh, just, for the green? Yeah, that's like... But uh, did you see the, uh, the World's End? No, I didn't see that one. Yeah. I, it's my I least favorite seen. of the three, even though it's still strong. Uh, but yeah, it's not my favorite. I like Scott Pilgrim a lot, and then I like Hot Fuzz, and then I like this. So... This, of course, uh, is from writer-director Edgar Wright, like I said. Stars Ansel Elgort of The Fault in Our Stars. John Bernthal, briefly. That's yeah. not a spoiler. He's in it, not that much. Uh, John Hamm, Kevin Spacey, Lily... What is it? Lily James? I always get Lily James and Lily Collins confused. Yeah, Lily James. Uh, Issa, Issa Gonzalez. I forget how you say her name. That's the uh, one that plays Darling. Okay. Um, and you know a few other people, but those are the main. It's, it's a pretty so, small cast. So does uh, Miss James? I'm not even gonna try it. Lily, Lily James. Lily James. Does she play um, Deborah? Deborah. Okay. Yeah. So and this is about a, a young man, getaway driver who has tinnitus, so he uses music to drown out all the noise that uh, that the ringing in his ears that from he an got accident when he was a kid. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's all in the trailer. That's not really a spoiler. Yeah. Um, so. Going into this movie, were you like super hyped or were you like, I don't know, let's see what this is about? I didn't see the trailer. Okay, good. That's good. So I, 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 I went in there blind. I came in there thinking... What I, made you want to see it then if you hadn't seen the trailer? Me being that, like, you should it, see Baby Driver. No, because I saw um, that Edward, Edgar Wright Was wrote involved. and directed it. 
I want to like see. I want to see a movie. Well, I knew. I knew. I like all almost all the movies well, that he's done. You've seen all of them minus World's End, so yeah. And um, and I saw that it was an action adventure comedy on Rotten Tomatoes or yeah. whatever. So and I saw that it also had like a ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes when I when I looked. I don't know what it is now. Um, so it's so, still, it's so I was like, oh okay, it's a good movie. So I, I went. Well, was it a good movie? What did you? What did yeah, you think? I loved it. Yeah. Um, I think it, it uses it was it wasn't yeah. exactly what I was expecting. Oh well, yeah, but you didn't see but the trailer. I, well, so I know. Like, I don't know what to expect. Well, I thought well, it was action be... adventure though. I'm thinking like all like a lot of action adventure, right? You know, like it's I knew it was gonna be kind of like a car movie. It gets and, a little more actiony, I'd say, in the third act than every yeah. It's else. like it's the a it's like the first story. scene in the third act are like the most. I could see that. Well, I mean, there's that action that that. Really, it was like a slow build up to that really to, cool maneuver with the car in the hallway in the in hallway the, yeah, that was in the first in the alley, yeah, that was in the, the trailer the beginning in, of the movie yeah that's in towards the beginning of the movie um it, yeah so it it does have more of a i think maybe with that description i think maybe you were expecting more of a like a straight up hollywood blockbuster Type of act, like more consistent, no, more, more more consistent action. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was more it was more like action in the beginning, and then a lot of like story and story kind of development. Flourishes. And this is where like the indie part comes in, where it's yeah. like throughout the whole movie, and then toward oh. the end it, it gets like Jamie Foxx we forgot to say Jamie Foxx how could I forget oh, I Jamie Foxx I you said Jamie Foxx I said everybody else other than Jamie I'm like who, looking at the thing who else is here and I didn't see Jamie Foxx's name because yeah. who knows what order they're in he's, he's actually one of the last ones to show up yeah he was his name's not on the first part of the IMDB page that's why I didn't even see his name oh okay yeah he's great in it too let's not forget Jamie Foxx Oscar winner Jamie Foxx yeah um, he's, he was scary in this movie though. a little bit Cause he, well yeah because because he's batshit crazy. Yeah, exactly. And so... No, but this the movie uses... He, everyone he came in contact with and, and literally ended up dying. Spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Spoilers. That's not really. That's kind of I a mean, big sweeping statement. Um, he talks about it he from does. the get-go. He does. <laughs> um, spoilers. The, but the movie <laughs> the spoilers uses, coming. The movie uses music in a way that like almost no other movie does. I mean, to the point where... Um, you know, and I, I've been writing about, you know, I remember writing about this movie for Screen Rants, but news came out about, oh, Edgar Wright's working on this movie, Baby Driver, and it's like sort of a, an action, sort of quasi-musical kind of thing. And it's, I mean, it's not a musical. Nobody bursts out in the song. Yeah, I know. There's I, a lot of... I heard but that... It's, but it's made, it's sort of... The way it's filmed and the way some of the sequences are choreographed is almost like a... It's like a musical where nobody sings, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he's he's just lip singing. Yeah, there's as lip things are happening in the background. Well, there's lip syncing. There's also like the the uh, the action scenes are are choreographed like perfectly to match the the rhythm of the music. I mean, that's how. But he that's, that's, that's how he thing. does it. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. all it's all diegetic, which which means that it's it's all like it's all um, within the, the realm of the film. It's not us as a movie goers watching it being like oh there's a cool song playing in this action scene yeah. no he's listening to that like, that's uh, yeah. while we're watching the action scene yeah none um, of like none of the music that was played right was 
it was like sh- the music that was shared with us from the characters right, exactly. or from yeah. him and specifically. He's in, and he's in every scene of the movie too, so you're with him every step of the way. Yeah, exactly. And he's always got the headphones in his head. So, so like you know, and like the chase at the end of the movie was like da 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 Hocus Focus or yeah, Hocus Pocus by Focus. Uh, Hocus Pocus by Focus. Yeah. Um, he's listening to that as he's like jumping on tables and stuff like that. Right. So, yeah, I like how um, when when. Uh, when, when they're gonna go and I think they're they're going to to they're I think this was the part when they were gonna take it from the armed truck. Yeah, they were gonna steal Is from the armed truck, and and they were like, okay, go. No, wait, wait, no. Oh, let he, me play this again. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like, stop. Yeah. Let me play it again, and then he reverses. Yeah, there's and a lets part where out. he has to basically get them to like to wait for it to make their move until he gets the song like in the right place and yeah. there's like an interruption and he like, and like brings it back a few seconds like, what, are, what are we just What's waiting here for yeah 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 all right now go <laughs> and then there's that there's a shootout this is not really we're speaking very general as far as like plot well, but there's yeah. um there's also a shootout where uh the the uh, percussion of the song is like the gunfire it's like yeah or when he's counting the money, right in the beginning of yeah, the yeah, all of that. It's it's so stylishly. We didn't. We never done. really said what he is in the movie. Yeah, though. I said a getaway driver. Is he okay. getaway driver? That's what he you is. Didn't right? say, well, yeah, he is. Yeah, but I didn't think you said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I said it generally up front. Um, so pretty much, he 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 owes a debt to Kevin Spacey, right. and he's trying to pay it by right. by doing a certain amount. Of drives for yeah, exactly him. jobs. It's it's very it's very high. It's very much a heist movie in some ways. Yeah. I mean, but it's but it's not like it's not your typical heist movie. It's sort of like if Reservoir Dogs is a heist movie, but it's not. I, really. I got a, I got a very Reservoir Dogs yeah, feel yeah. about it well, because the, the gang of people and they're all like. I mean, at one point and this is in the trailer also. They're all wearing the Austin Powers mask. They're all wearing like said Mike Myers. Says Mike Myers. No, no, the, no. the Halloween mask. This is a Halloween mask. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that um, it, it's it's very unconventional. And I think that's probably why you were like, whoa, that's not what I thought it would be. It's very unconventional, like the style. No, I liked told. it, though. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it wasn't what you were expecting. Um, but I also like the story. Like, I bought into, I think a lot of people that don't like this movie, because some people, a lot, most people, critics love it, but there's a lot, I think there's a certain segment of, of people that are, like, it's starting to get a little bit of a backlash, on, at least on Twitter and stuff, mainly because it is so stylish, and I think that's turning some people off. Mm. like some people love it so much that other people are starting to like overcompensate and be like it's not that good come on now fuck that movie yeah go see spider-man or go see you know i don't know not transformers nobody likes that shit yeah uh to the point that it didn't even make really that much money here and in, in, in general transformers really yeah right. they're like the lowest by far the lowest of all the franchises good maybe so they'll far. stop making them i doubt it unfortunately but um if they lose money i mean that whole movie is based off of crap Wait, cgi what? It's, yeah. it's like you know it's like Avatar or something like that I mean it's only all not, C- only, it's only all not, CGI but it, yeah I don't or know. like War we're on the Planet on a of the tangent. Apes. we're going on a tangent um, but yeah but so I, I also bought into the story like the story with Baby and Deborah and uh, like his personal story like I feel like that character and some people have also you know are, are sort of on the fence about Ansel Elgort I really liked him a lot in Fault he gives, in Our Stars I, 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 I like him a lot but he, he gives like a kind of creepy vibe. I can see that. In this movie, I he, in this movie he came off as more of more naive because you learn about his backstory and that he's sort of 
been kind of trapped the in this only world movies for a I've long time. Don't, the movie, only movies I've seen of him yeah. are in the Divergent series. Yeah. And uh, Fault in Our Stars? This one. No, not even. I didn't Stars? even see Fault oh, in Our Stars. Oh, he's really charming in Fault in Our Stars. That's what you need to see. Yeah. And and I saw I've I've heard his I've even heard and seen one of his music videos and everything. No, and I didn't, didn't even know he did, did the song. Does he sing? Yeah, yeah. I listen. I'm I'm in my. It's 30s, funny if you want to so if you want to laugh. So go I'm see not... go see uh, his music video. The the song is called Thief. Oh jeez. Okay. Um, there you go. It's a good song, but he. he, he so, Some of his dance moves are a little weird. Okay, so that that kind of leads. Into, but I mean, it's his. I think it's his first music video. So you gotta give him. A, you have to give him a little some, bit of a break. Some criticism then, because in this movie, I've heard some people say that it didn't. That his casting didn't really work for them, because in the movie, I think you're supposed to buy into the fact that he's really cool, with his sunglasses, with his multiple pairs of sunglasses, yeah, and his multiple iPods, and he's just oh, like, really? and it wasn't, killing. and he's like dancing around, and then some people were like, oh, he's kind of dorky. I don't know if I buy into him being like this cool, suave like guy, and that, but to me, that the his performance is not supposed to. He's not supposed to be that cool guy. He's supposed to be sort of this like kid that's been trapped in this world, and he has a certain it's, it's naivete fun. about about him. You know what I mean? And he said he like Cartman. Naivete. naivete. <laughs> uh, that's how you pronounce naivete. Um, naivety? N- yeah, that, but you don't say it like that. You say it like I said it. Naivete. You say it like Carmen. Like my naivete. <laughs> um, so he is supposed to have this sort of innocence about him, and I think that that comes through in his performance. Um, more, more so, so that when he's dancing around, it's more like, like, like a goofy kid kind of trying to get his head out of out of like his troubles and just kind of get lost in the music. Yeah, they got I think so I, I think he I, was I got kind of like a Gene Kelly-ish vibe from him. Okay. Like he was just like Well, that's a big leap though. You just said in his music video his dancing was no, like no, Gene no, Kelly-ish. No, he did he like, did the well. no, he did no. Gene Kelly-ish is like you know, singing in the rain, like I'm almost like tripping over, but then I catch myself with my other foot, kind yeah. of, and okay. I keep doing that while I flail my arms about, kind of, and I hold coffee. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you know, like singing in the rain. Like he, that's that's the move that he does as he's walking. Like it's it's like a dance kind of, like uh, like uh, dance gracefully, like, but like walk. a casual walk, but also like with like grace to it a little bit yeah kind of yeah um i got kind of like he he pulled off the but you know if you look at the video it's just i feel like i need to link to it he does now he he does uh i mean the song's good he's a good singer just the music video is probably the person that filmed the music video. You yeah, know what I mean? The director sucks is what you're saying. Yeah, the director probably sucked it. He needed Edgar Wright. And it would have made him look yes, a lot better. There you go. <laughs> Edgar Wright should Edgar do music Wright. videos. Edgar Wright needs, needs to direct everything. Uh, but he I, did but, like the, the toe move where you go and stand on your toes. So oh, he yeah, did that yeah, a yeah. few times. He did he did like, you know, a lot of the spins. Like it was almost like he was trying to be Michael Jackson a little bit. Uh-huh. Um he was. He made some weird faces in the video. You know, it's just he was. Believe me, he's a lot cooler in this movie than he is. In <laughs> so, did you did you buy into like besides the fact that the style and everything was was cool? Did you like the Did you like the tone? Were you into the story? Did you really care what happened to the baby? Or were you just like whatever? This is just cool the way it's made. Because I, I I mean I was into it. I got like I was emotionally invested in their story, even though you know they do sort of meet kind of 
randomly, and then we're like, we're in love now. And I was like, okay, I mean, I guess. Um, I did care, but at the same time, I didn't care. That's confusing. Because he put himself in that position. Like, when they said, oh, I need you... You know, yeah, he could have just there's, left there's a before the, he yeah, went to the, a point in the, the last, to that job. Yeah, but I've heard people say that too. There's a there's a point in there in which he technically has an out and he does not really take that out. Yeah. I think there's character, I mean, without getting into spoilers, I think there's character reasons for why he would react the way he reacted. Like, I didn't even bat an eye. I didn't even know that was, that, that I didn't even think that he, that was like a legitimate out. For him, in well, that because because, because there was no one pressured. watching him really. He's pressured to do. So he could have done everything that he did, but except no one would be watching him, and he could have just gone on the highway at ninety. Yeah, you know, with that girl. So I, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I just don't. You I know? didn't. I didn't. Really... So he kind of like put himself in that position, and he made things a hell of a lot worse because he's the one that. So it was... started off the chain. I'm. Tra- I almost spoiled yeah, yeah, things, I know, but. I know. He's the one that put off the chain of events at the end of the movie that so, put so off more points. You were like, fuck you, Deb- baby. Your life is forfeit. Yeah. As long as Deborah gets out of this alive, I'm fine. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought Lily James was really good. I mean, for her, the role that she had. I've heard one of the big criticisms for this movie, too, is uh, well, the, the, some of the character motivations don't really make sense. Like what you just mentioned about Baby. And then Kevin Spacey's character makes a decision towards the last act in the last act that to be okay like, yeah to be on the good side a little bit well, well hey no spoilers but that's kevin, not really a spoiler kevin, Space, kevin spacey's character sort of makes a decision uh, towards the in the third act that some people were like eh, i don't know if i mean it's been out a while like, we're two, gonna, like a couple of weeks we're, we're gonna spoilers on war on the uh, in well, the war of the, for the planet for of the apes, the apes. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna spoil those apes because that's what. That's the point of the episode. I was, I was adding more. More of the spoilers of the. I was, planet. No, I was. I was adding more uh, of the prepositions. Spoilers of the war for I the was, planet. Of I the was. I was saying in 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 the war on the on on the planet of the apes or something. <laughs> Jeez, um, but I I thought all the character motivations. I thought they were all really. I mean, they made sense to me in the moment, um, and I think that the film does enough to establish the connections between characters so that when everybody does what they do that it's it you know i buy i bought into it and then the other thing then this is actually do agree with is that the female characters the darling character and deborah character are both kind of underwritten and you don't really like they're more cliches than anything else she's like oh she's the sweet girl sweet waitress that just wants to escape and then the other one's like she's sort of slutty but also you know really likes her love loves her man and knows that she can get him to do anything for her and blah 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 so i and i i think there is some validity to that and i mean i don't think the only complex character is really baby yeah well that's true a lot of the characters even one like of them are most John of them Hamm and jamie fox they don't have very that much there's, com- there's no Hamm depth a little more complexity than jamie well, it's fox. all it's all about it's all about baby yeah so the, the movie title. the movie is called yeah, after him yeah yeah so yeah in 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 the movie following just him, you don't really get a lot. I'm sure maybe there was depth to the, those characters, but it, the movie chose the not movie, to. The movie is a certain kind of the movie has a certain kind of style. It, it, you know, you don't need to give depth to everyone. It's kind of relying on 
uh, as far as narrative shorthand, it's relying on, you know, you know exactly what kind of guy this is. Okay, let's move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they don't have to dwell on every single character. It's not a character study. Yeah. It's sort of it's a, not a television it's sort of an, show. Yeah, it's sort of an exercise. The television style. show would be more of delve into all the characters. Yeah. It'd it's be a, like a lost. It's, it's ambitions lie in, in the style, in the choreography, in the music uh, selection, in the sound editing, that kind of thing. That's where its ambitions lie. Not, and we're going to craft a really original story. It's like, no, we're going to tell a story that you've... The kind of story you've seen before, but in a way you've never seen it before. And that's the whole point of the film, I feel. And I found it really interesting that it came out like earlier this week that um, Edgar Wright and James Gunn were sort of coordinating their soundtracks a little bit to make sure that they didn't overlap for Guardians Volume 2. So he was like, oh, do you have Queen? No, oh, do you have, you know, uh, Sam Cooke? No, do you have that? Like going back and forth. I thought that was super cute because both of those movies, the main character has music that they listen to the whole movie, and that's like you know, kind of their driving force. Of, yeah, exactly. Uh, the they don't want setting the tone and setting the, the atmosphere. I'm assuming they're friends, so they don't want their music whatever. to overlap. I mean, they had each other's numbers to text each other, so I'm assuming. I guess they know yeah, each other. Some... There's a director's club that we're not unfortunately a part of. <laughs> so, what do you think, though? Is good about Baby Driver? Baby yeah. Driver. So I have three of my three of my favorite movies of the year. One of them is Logan. One of them is Baby Driver. And one of them is War for the Planet of the Apes. So okay. Which we'll, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. So is that um, in that order? At the moment, but I don't know if that's going to stay in that order. Okay. Because we literally just saw the Planet of the Apes, so it's like I need more time you to process. Wait, get it stuff. on Black Friday. Watch it a second time with the commentary and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I like Baby Driver. I've heard, um, I mean, I'd highly recommend it for people to see, but it's also... It's not fast-paced. It's, it's not... It's no despicable and, it's, me. It's not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not Fast and Furious. It's not like a big, loud, dumb movie. If you yeah. want a big, loud, dumb movie, then go rent Fate of the Furious on Blu-ray. The only loud parts are the, the beginning and there, the end, There like are action sequences, but it's more... Quick it's action more, sequences. It's more distinctive than all that. And I think people should give at least give it a chance. And the fact that it's doing really well at the box office, yeah. And it's it's, got, um, it's uh, Edgar Wright's highest grossing movie domestically already. I think that's a really good sign. And the fact that you know we're seeing more and more like either original or um, you know not see non sequels, I guess sort of hitting at the box office between you know there's a lot of indie there's a couple of indies there's the big sick that i've heard a lot about that i need to see and even wonder woman is not it's not a sequel per se it's in that franchise but it's it's something we've never seen this character in a lead role before you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's a lot more of that this summer than not i've noticed so that's that's kind of refreshing i think for an original film like baby driver to be it's doing okay. as well as it is your 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 hopes will be Dashed diminished soon. next year probably. I'm sure. I'm sure. It will. As they, oh, as they, oh yeah. But that as, being said, as I'm they, excited about the last Jedi. As they so. remake everything and <laughs> and make sequels for I, everything. I have heard though that's uh, what worries me is that Sony is kind of mentioned to Edgar Wright like, hey, would would you want to do a sequel to Baby Driver? And I'm like, no, please don't do a sequel. It's good. It was a great movie. Let it be. It doesn't need a sequel. That will just feel forced. See, I thought that maybe they were gonna want to do a sequel I could, because I mean, you could do a sequel because they had I, they have Baby they. Is that a spoiler? I mean, not to say that they have baby. I mean, that's not. I don't know if that's necessarily a spoiler. Where they could take you baby don't know. Next. It could be any, any anything can happen with baby. Sure, exactly. You could have. What are they? What are he could be. Take he kid? could be in a coma. He could missing be missing arms and legs. He could be. Know. Yeah, he could be amputee. 
he could be he could be he could be dead and then he came back to life Maybe the sequels about him driving around heaven or hell trying to find his way back for it. i don't know yeah that exactly actually, actually sounds more maybe fun. it's an app maybe maybe it ended and he was the getaway driver of heaven there you go <laughs> <laughs> there's your pitch edgar right but no i don't i don't really want to see a sequel to that i'd rather see him do something else original because he's got a edgar wright's got a lot of really smart um very offbeat and uh very to use sort of a cliche word visionary yeah uh perspective on film and what he can accomplish on screen there were so characters though that. that they could they could transition oh, yeah, yeah. over yeah yeah there are there there's opportunity for it <laughs> i mean there's not many characters but there are there are opportunities for a sequel i just don't know if i really want to see one I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather see a Hot Fuzz or Scott Pilgrim or something else, like a, a follow-up yeah. to something else, yeah. than, than one of these. Because this is all very self-contained, and it felt like it had a beginning, middle, and end. And he the ever, novelty, he's never had a sequel, has he? No, not so far. Okay. And the novelty of the storytelling with the music and the way it's all edited and stuff, the novelty of that will wear off if you try and push it to a second movie. Oh, yeah. And then this film will feel less special. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. not something like Guardians, where that naturally, obviously, there's going to be a million Marvel movies. I mean, you can you more, can make a movie though within the same world. You could. Though it's not a sequel per se. It's but, another guy with or, tinnitus. But maybe you know, no, it could be like uh, you know, like like uh, you know, John Bernthal or something like that, and he he's in this movie, and then maybe he's in occasionally for like five minutes. Yeah, he maybe he has like like a movie of his own or something and he's doing his own thing same character name within the same world maybe he comes across spin-off. some of the characters yeah like a spin-off type thing you could do almost where do, it's within a world of, you could almost do like a a sort of a better call Saul type of deal yeah they're all like before <laughs> but also after or whatever so you could actually even have characters that don't survive this film show up there in different contexts and stuff yeah i don't know i did like the world that this movie created and it and and it didn't really explain, like, Kevin Spacey's character, like, is he working with other people? Or this is, like, a network, and there's, like, everybody has their territory. Like, how does this work exactly? Yeah, there wasn't much explanation. Which is fine. It. I don't mind it for this. But, I mean, if they needed, if they wanted to expand things out, there are. They could. I mean, look at John Wick. John Wick was like, oh, there's this hotel, and there's these assassins, and there's this thing. Isn't and now, it weird, though? He says he doesn't one, work with like, the same people twice, but then he has the same people there? Not Maybe he means consecutively. I don't know. Yeah, that, I did notice that too. I was like, okay, you don't have the same people, but but, you, but why are darling but, and buddy here like every every heist basically? They're like, hey, we're here again. I'm like, wait, what the hell? I mean, they weren't there for the second one. There were that, only three that's heists. What, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's consecutive. That's what I'm saying. He mixes it up, so it's not like. But so but bats was the second and the third. This one. I'm, yeah, maybe they just at that point got sort of uh he, he got low on friends or something maybe at that point they were just like desperation to go like to clean up the mess of what was going down and stuff i don't know but baby driver is it is this one of your favorite movies of the year would you say is it up there um because for me it's a four and a half out of five. Four and a half out of five i'd give it a four out of five okay i'm also more a little more of an edgar wright fanboy than you so that that probably helps my rating a little bit it's, this is gonna be weird Probably. But as far as entertainment wise, I was probably more entertained Don't say by. Don't me. No. <laughs> okay, I was gonna be like, get the hell out of here. I was here. probably more entertained by Galaxy, Galaxy of the Guardians. Gar- Galaxy Ga- of the Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, the dyslexia it's late. setting in. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was probably more entertained by Guardians of the Galaxy more than this movie. 
Right. It's a different movie though, so you Obviously. can't you can't really put it in the same yeah. the right. same field. I wouldn't take your kids to see Baby Driver. No, for no. example, because it's more violent. It's a lot of bad language and a lot of but blood at some points and things. Quality in movie, you know, Baby Driver is probably it's more artistic. But because of the, that, it's but because of that, it's in some ways more challenging in a way. Whereas Guardians, you'd be like, mm, let's put on something fun and pop Guardians. But like, but, yeah, yeah. but in ways though, Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of more complex. I I think because there are a lot more characters, it's set in a in a different it a different world. It, it creates a different world. You know, it's this one. A lot of the characters were one dimensional. There's basically like five or six characters in here, whereas Guardians has at least twice that, like main characters. You know, I I love the the indie feel. That's why that's why I said it has like an indie feel to it. Yeah, with some stunt driver moves and stuff that you wouldn't necessarily have in in an indie film because there's only like a handful of cast members pretty much and none of the by the way none of the um none of the car stuff was like cg or anything either like it was all like you can tell when you watch the movie you can feel that that this is practical effects this is stunt work this isn't like oh cg cars like like those fast again going back to that like the, the car thing like those fast and well, furious fast and furious though they take it those, too far those are like car- i mean did you see the last most recent one no, i didn't see but the there's last. a scene where like all these cars are being remote controlled and there's like a hundred cars turning a corner like like it looks like freaking world war z zombie style like, <laughs> you're like what the hell is going on yeah um obviously I mean, that's like it looks super fake that's it's like it's oh, basically yeah. a cartoon <laughs> this it's gonna get movies. to like grindhouse level well they've talked already about like i could see this franchise going to space i'm like of course you could unless they did a faded like fast and furious and like machete because machete is going to space at the end of the second movie cross those two then now we're talking put machete in into fast and furious i mean the fast and furious are, are are known to be ridiculous exclusively more more. ridiculous yeah yeah you know, well, as 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 they get as they get farther and farther along in the in the franchise, they they get more and more ridiculous. So eventually, it will come to the point where they have like rocket cars in space or something. He's gonna Jesus. have like a muscle car in space. Time travel yeah. back to the first movie or something. Yeah, <laughs> God, it's getting it's getting crazy. Um, so, Baby Driver, both highly recommended by both of us for sure. Yes, so yes. definitely check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Especially if you're a fan of Edgar Wright and his previous films, uh, but yeah, so it's it's funny that you but you sort of compared the Guardians because I do think they both use mu- music in very interesting but also very. Different, they both have really good. They both have really good soundtracks. Yeah, I haven't gotten um, Baby Drivers yet, but Baby Drivers is a little bit more diverse I'll than, than yeah, Guardians a lot of, of the Galaxy. Songs I didn't really know as much. Guardians maybe about half the songs. I was like, oh yeah, I know this, or I at least knew the artist or something. Yeah, most yeah. of them. But for this one, I was like, I don't, I, I know, I know Queen, but I don't know that song, and I know, like, I know a couple of these. Like, I think the most recognizable one, in it, and this is not really a spoiler, because well, it's kind of one of the most central songs in the movie, but whatever, is that Lionel Richie song that's in there. Amazing. Oh yeah. He's an like Sunday morning. That's the only one that is like, I have that on my iPod. All the other ones is like, what is all this music? It's and such a lighthearted it? song it's for random. such a terrible it, it, scene. It also felt random in the middle when they put it, but whatever. I think I think I think that's, I think intentional. that's intentional though. Yeah. Well, because, I think because yeah. he's listening to it, so he's trying to get his mind away from what he's doing in yeah. that moment. Because we're going no spoilers here. Sorry, oh, sorry. No you, have spoilers, the muzzle, so. you have the muzzle on. Like, yeah, no. I want to attack. I want to talk, I but I'm, let me release <laughs> me. Um, 
Yeah, so he's trying to get his mind off of what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So he's putting a, kind of like a, a lighthearted, happy song to to distract because that's what the music is. It's music is 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 escape. one thing, an escape from his tinnitus, but it's more of an escape from what's happening around him. Right. When you say, yeah, I agree with that. So they say like, oh, it's because of his tinnitus. He got an accident and. He has terrible ringing in his ears now, but it's not. It's not about the ringing in his ears. I, it's more. It's yeah. It's about the. Yeah. I think there are, there are um, there are themes and like messaging in this film that are much, that are a little deeper than what's on the surface. If you're willing to sort of look look at it and like yeah. examine it more closely, because if you go to his apartment when he's with the old man. He's not really listening to music the much. whole time. He only when he's listening, you know, the songs about Deborah or whatever. Right. Then he starts playing the music because he's in a happy mood. But just like when, someone would be like, I'm listening, I'm listening to music while I'm getting dressed to go out for a date or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But but for 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 everything else, probably. I mean, I don't remember that much music being played other than stuff about him being in love. Right. But before that, when he was just the, the old man's watching television and he's making him a sandwich all the way to the crust, right, like right, the peanut right. butter all the way yeah, to yeah. the crust. Um, the stuff with the old man then, I thought was really good too. Yeah, a, a lighter side to him. Yeah, yeah. So, Baby Driver, go see it. It's it's really awesome. And uh, I think before we go any longer, we should just go straight into our review of War for the Planet of the Apes. Years from now, your children will ask you, "What did you do?" in the greatest war. And you can tell them, I fought to protect this war. I did not start this war. War for the Planet of the Apes, which it's getting kind of ridiculous with these titles, like Rise, like what's what's the rise, difference between dawn, a Rise and a war. Dawn? Like you would think that they're sort of synonymous. Why is why did something have to rise before the dawn happens? Well, I guess sun, the sun rises a sun, and then a sun, dawn. I guess. Yeah. So is this like the sundown of the Planet of the Apes? <laughs> so this know. is, of course, the third film in the rebooted Planet of the Apes franchise that started in 2011 with Rupert Wyatt's Rise of the Planet of the Apes and continued in 2014 with director Matt Reeves' Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. See, you notice I always have to, I always have like a very purposeful pause and be like, am I saying the right one? Yeah. Um, Matt Reeves, the director of, of Dawn, comes back here for the third installment and uh, again features Andy Serkis doing his, working his mocap ass off as Caesar, the um, hyper-intelligent ape from the first movie that's basically become sort of a resistance leader for for ape kind, I guess we'll go with. Mm-hmm. So uh, in this one, it pits him against Woody Harrelson as the colonel and sort of a sort of positions itself as kind of a, in some ways, a last stand of humanity uh, against preventing this from being a planet of apes. Um, we will should probably point out we will be going full spoilers. Um, we both I think we both enjoyed the film, so if you don't want to, and if you don't want to know anything else other than whether you should see it, I think we both recommend people see it, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We both or if they didn't enjoy the film, they can go suck it. <laughs> go suck an ape. 
Because whichever um, part you can that's, find. That's what we need. <laughs> Every city has zoos. You, you, don't, you don't, no excuses. <laughs> so, uh, so at this point, going forward, we will do spoilers for War for the Planet of the Apes. So, going into this, you you said you hadn't gotten a chance to see the the previous two. So, well, we, recently I saw right. them. Well, yeah, yeah, before. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what yeah. to rewatch. I meant to, re- to rewatch because yes. I own both Rise and Dawn. Because if I'm going in and I didn't like, see what either, the hell? I'm like. What they're the hell? On horses. They're talking. They're on horses. They're on horses. Is he shooting guns? a gun? <laughs> this is this is crazy shit. The baby driver made more sense. Hey, that's um, that guy from Zombieland. <laughs> yeah, he seems really mad now. Um, so, because I have both of the first two on Blu-ray, and I rewatched them like within the last few days, because it's been because I hadn't seen Dawn since theaters, and I had the Blu-ray for a long while. And because it was really heavy, it's a really heavy movie, and it's it was kind of an intense experience. So I was like, oh man, I worry if I watch it, it's not going to be good, or it's not going to live up to it, or whatever. Yeah. So going into this one, were you at all like confused? Were you like, who the fuck is Koba? Who is this? What what's happening? Who? Why does he? No, I remember. I remember. I remembered what happened. Okay, they did. They do also like it's a little ham handed, a little where they're like, in the beginning. There was this virus, and it was a rise of the apes. <laughs> then, at the dawn of a new ape civilization, blah, 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 blah. Now, there's a war brewing, and it's like... And then that transitions <laughs> into the title. Like, that felt a little forced. It's like, you know, we trust people... Trust that if people want to know or refresh their memory, they'll go back and watch the other two. You didn't yeah. need to have to... You didn't really have to recap the whole trilogy, but, you know, I guess, whatever. It doesn't bother me. It's just, it was a little weird in the beginning. It's like, it's, it felt sort of like on Glee where they'd be like, it's like someone would be having a fight and they're like, it's not right, but it's okay. And then it'd be like, it's not right, but it's okay. You know, like really weird transitions <laughs> where you're like, okay, I get it. You just like, you don't need to lead into it. You just get into, jump into the, the point of things and not yeah. have to be like, here we go. Are you ready? Wink, Remember wink. this like, movie? Yeah, exactly. But wait. Remember this movie? Exactly. Now this movie. Yeah, pretty much. You're gonna. You're hey, gonna, hey, hey. This is the next. It's, movie. it's the next. It's the next movie. <laughs> Time for this one. Time for the war. So, uh, I, I saw. Like I said, I saw the first two recently. The first one I think is really strong. Mm-hmm. Rise, and I think it's a. I think what what works the most about that movie is the surprise element. Is that no one expected after Tim Burton's version, which is fine but not very good ultimately yeah. um not that we're shitting on tim burton it's just that movie was like his take on it wasn't really that interesting it didn't really it didn't really cut very deep emotionally and and it wasn't didn't have very much richness to it it was just like sort of almost a satire didn't even feel like a tim burton movie yeah it was weird um after that 10 years later for that movie to come out and do a prequel and sort of legitimize the franchise because those those, I mean, this is this is this is a franchise that was pretty much like rubber masks in the late '60s, early '70s. Yeah, and you know the first one is considered still a classic, but some of those sequels, I mean, I don't. I, from what I've heard, I haven't seen. We should probably say I've never seen any but the original, and that was like a long time ago. I don't even know if you you were probably in the room, but you were, might have been little or something when we watched it at one point. Yeah, I didn't so see you don't either. remember it no. at all. But um, so we're coming in like this is our our Planet of the Apes franchise. You know how people are like Christian Bale is my Batman. I'm like, well, fuck you, Michael Keaton all day long or whatever. Yeah. Um, this is this, this is our 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 uh, 
Planet of the Apes, people will come in with like, Roddy McDowell, y'all. And I'm like, no, Andy Serkis is the lead of the ape movies. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> um, I like the first one, and I think it has a really strong narrative. And I think the way that it it brings that kind of goofy, outdated franchise and modernizes it and gives us, this, like, actually tries to explain how... Because the big twist at the end of the first movie is that the planet of the apes is Earth and that the, that the astronaut was in a time warp or whatever. Um, I think it, it's it's effort to try and go back and explain how that happened, I think, is what made that movie feel so fresh. Plus, you know, of course, the kind of proof of concept that Andy Serkis and, and the motion capture could actually pull this off. I mean, granted, he'd done it in, in Lord of the Rings and stuff, but this is actually, this is not a, a creature in Middle-earth. This is this is uh, an animal. Like, we all know what they look like. We know how they act. We know what they, what they you know, we've all seen apes before mm-hmm. at zoos or TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's harder to kind of trick the eye with something that's more tangible like that. Um, so I like the first one, uh, but the second one is where I was... You know, the first one I didn't even see in theaters. I think you were actually like, guys, we got to watch this movie. And I was like, okay. So you actually showed us. I think I saw it the first time because you you put it on. Um, And so I liked that a lot. But the second one was when I saw it in theaters. And I wasn't even prepared for that. The second one blew me away. Like, the first one to me is a four star. The second one, I think, is like a five star out of five. The second one was just, it took that character to such a, like, deep, like, personal place. And it had a lot to say about... um, apes and humanity and like how mankind sort of wreaks havoc on itself and there's a whole metaphor going on that i i saw in it where it's like two cultures just misunderstanding and misinterpreting each other like the apes and and, and humans mm-hmm. um and sort of the uh the fear in the the fear of the other the fear of that group that you don't understand and the, the way that tensions can mount and the tipping point, you know, for w- from which violence can sort of spur. And I think that, the, that Dawn did a really good job of having both ape and human characters that you can root for and that you can hate, and but all of whom you can sort of understand where they're coming from. I mean, Koba is the villain of that movie, but you get why he feels the way that he, he does. You know, I mean, you're not behind him. But his motivation is justified. You understand his point of view. Exactly. Because he, he's like, human work, pointing to all his scars and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it really, and that movie, because it opens on Caesar at the beginning of the movie when they're hunting. And uh, he's like so determined and so sure of himself and leading his apes into like whatever. And then at the end, it closes again on a close up of his eyes. And he's just like full of like doubt and anxiety like he has no idea what the hell is going to happen next and that leads us into war so i was really hyped for this movie in a way that i wasn't hyped for the other two like i was excited to see dawn but i wasn't like oh my god oh my god yeah uh because i like rise wasn't like my my it was good but it wasn't like my jam yeah it wasn't one of my favorite movies that year or anything like that so i was super hyped did this, for this one. so this did this one Go up to your expectations. I don't know if I, I don't like. I don't know if I like it quite as much as Dawn. I think that there are parts in this movie in the middle act where it does kind of like sag a little bit, where all the apes are in 
again, we're in spoilers, so where all the apes are in like the prison and Caesar's kind of held captive and they're trying to figure out a way in there and blah, 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 all that. And I think that that does kind of drag a little. This movie's like two hours and 20 minutes. I don't think it needed to necessarily be that long. I feel like you could have probably trimmed like maybe 10 minutes out of this somewhere. I, th- I think that they should have gone somewhere else with the storyline instead of keeping them in the prison that long. And I also, my issue is more with the last like 10 minutes of the movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, do you, do you want to go into that now? Or? No, well, let me, we'll hold let me off finish to my that. thoughts. Yeah. Bit, but, um, so for me, it, it falls probably right between Rise and Dawn. I think Dawn is still the best of these of this trilogy. I mean, I feel like that's, isn't that kind of the case with a lot of trilogies though? Like the first one, you're like, okay, that was good. It introduced me to stuff. That's cool. The second one is like, oh, you know these people. We're going to tell you a fucking awesome story and we're going to leave your ass hanging there. And then the third one, you're like, all right, we're going to end that story. But it's the middle part where it like, it doesn't have to do any of the work of establishing who the characters are. But it also doesn't have to do the work of wrapping up the story. It kind of has the luxury of leaving you on a, like a high note. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking of Empire Strikes Back. I'm thinking of Spider-Man 2. I'm thinking of uh, other stuff. I don't know. There's other ones that I'm, that I'm blanking on. The Dark Knight. Did I say The Dark Knight? No. Okay. Terminator 2, I guess, is part of a trilogy, sort of. Even though there's like five of them. Um, you know, and I feel like Dawn still has that the edge because of that. Um, but war is also really strong. Well, it's also it's it's taking a fresh take on on Planet of the Apes too. Because well, the Rise one, was the first one that was the fresh take. Though. Well, no, it's all a fresh take because they didn't do they didn't delve into any of this in the in the. So you could no, maybe go, you could maybe watch this and then watch that. Well, the, I think the other one. Well, I think that does. I think that is the intention because that character, the his. His son, son is Cornelius. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You do know. I don't know how much you know about the old movies. I know like some, but not really much. Not yeah. like because I haven't seen. I kind of this almost this movie kind of makes me want to go back and watch. The I was hoping ones. Caesar was gonna be the main person, but oh, but I didn't really know the. the I didn't really know the 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 main character in well, the other movies. I, yeah. So I, I was I, hoping Caesar. From what I understand in those old movies, Caesar is sort of like. A mythic figure, I think, to them, which makes sense because it ties into the end of this movie. Yeah. Because spoilers, guys, Caesar dies. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers. We said spoilers like four times. So Caesar dies here, and it and the way it ends with Maurice sort of being like, "Your father, you know, son will know who his father was. Everyone will know what Caesar did." Blah blah blah. So it sort of puts him down as like a martyr, like he law he sacrificed himself for ape kind, and I like the word ape kind. I'm gonna keep using it. He sacrificed <laughs> himself for ape kind, and he's sort of like there. Not their Jesus figure, but like their George Washington sort of. He's like, he established this society for us and blah, blah, blah. He fought for us and all that stuff. Because yeah. he does through all three movies. Um, so, okay, I guess, what were your overall thoughts? And then we'll get into more specific well, I things. didn't, I didn't, I, the, like I said, the last 10 minutes I had an issue with. Um, I, I just wanted the end to be a little bit more climactic. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for me. Okay. Uh, the whole that. the whole Woody Harrelson thing. Oh, I thought maybe that could have been done a little bit better. Um, so we should, I guess, clarify for if some people are listening to this. That he gets, the, he gets the virus. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's a, well, the virus, the simian flu that, that gets what killed a lot of humanity in the, between the first and second movie. And then this movie establishes that even the people that are carry the virus that don't show symptoms... That it's sort of evolved over time, I guess, and the humans are starting to regress 
and, and uh, into, I guess, more beast-like, more primitive, so they, they can't talk, they're like, kind of less expressive than they used to be, so, which is an interesting reversal in that the apes are essentially becoming the humans, and the humans are sort of becoming the apes, which is the way it is in the original films. It's like a lot of the humans are more submissive and sort of like, oh, confused or whatever, and they like, yeah. can't really you know, express themselves. Um, and because of that, they're not very organized against the apes in, mm-hmm. the, in the original movie, which is why Charlton Heston's like, what's wrong with you people? Or whatever. Um, so I think... So that so basically, okay. So what are your thoughts of the movie as a whole? I mean, other than the last ten minutes, well, like, did you did you like it? Were I liked you, it a lot. Did it live up to the previous two, which is the three? Do you I like the best? second one maybe more. Okay, yeah, see, so you know, me too. Um, but like I said, the last the most the majority of the movie I found very good, and then toward the end it just seemed kind of rushed. Right. Almost in a way. Yeah, I mean, I can sort of buy that. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like how um, that guy that he ended up saving shot him, uh, shot Caesar. Oh yeah, you didn't like. I that. I was expecting him to maybe help him out or something because the the well, because the, they kept hinting to that throughout the whole movie. They did is that he felt like maybe they weren't on the right savages side or and yeah, yeah weren't on the right side and that he wasn't an animal. But then he goes and he does what he does, and then he gets killed with a grenade launcher. Well, they gave that arc to the the gorilla that um, that saved Caesar's life, like right before that. And I also didn't like that either. Oh, you didn't. That you didn't it was so it, that happened so quick. You know, if yeah. this is a major character that's been through, I'm pretty sure that ape's been through think, all the movies. I don't think so. I don't remember. No, I don't think so. To me, the only ones in here that were in all the movies were. Um, well, Caesar, obviously, and then Maurice is in all three, and then Rocket. Rocket's been there too. Rocket was in. Rocket was locked up in the you know the cage in the first movie with with the you know Koba Draco Malfoy being an asshole or whatever. No, Koba actually was in the laboratory. That's where he came from. Oh, that, that's what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, I was talking about not the not the laboratory. I was talking about the like ape sanctuary or whatever oh yeah yeah where Draco Malfoy was being a dick and like spraying everybody with water yeah and then he gets electrocuted and stuff um so (laughs) and and Rock and Rocket's son is uh was Ash and Ash got killed in the second movie because Koba was trying to prove a point to uh Blue Eyes, which, see, I told you, I just watched them all. Koba was trying to prove, like, his, his authority to Blue Eyes, so he threw his friend off this balcony and be like, hey, follow Koba now. Um, Blue Eyes is, is Caesar's older son, who, spoilers, also dies in this movie early on, which I kind of heard about because it's very, it's, it's you know, it's, it's in the first 15 minutes of the movie or so. Yeah. So when Caesar loses his older son and his wife, uh, that's what kind of sets that character on a dark path. So, okay, so you liked the majority of the movie, but the whole the way it ended, it didn't quite wrap up for you, especially seeing that this is clearly supposed to be the end of at least Caesar's trilogy. I mean, I'm sure they'll make more movies, but it, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they do a time jump and then Cornelius is our main character now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just felt like everything was rushed, like I said. Throughout the whole movie or just towards the I end? felt like... The, the the prison thing was maybe like str- like stretched a little too much. Yeah, that. And I then for sure. and then toward the end, they're like, okay, oh, we we're we're going well, to. We're, it's gonna be well, like a three hour movie. What here. was that a time? Oh, guys? let's just. All right, he gets. 
he gets the virus real quick, and then then he ends up committing suicide. Uh, this guy, even though we planted a whole bunch of seats for him to be on Caesar's side, let's just pretend like he just shoots him from far away because he is a great shot. We already established that. And then and then and then uh, oh, and then the ape that was originally on Koba's side that hates Caesar, he's going to to come back and shoot a grenade launcher, and then he's just going to get killed. You know, just aimlessly for no yeah, reason that, that at all. Thing. You know that whole thing we established. You know, and then all the all the all the little seeds that they planted was all within like two seconds. Yeah, it's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom. exactly. Like, what the fuck? A little uh, finesse with my storytelling. Yeah, please. exactly. So I was just like, I mean, I, I buy into some of that. And then and then he dies. I'm like, oh Caesar. Yeah, and I was like, this is so stupid. How dare you? You, kill you just him? wanted him to die, so you planted that guy there. And also, I didn't like how the avalanche just happened to come and wipe. That's how the the human race. I mean, I wanted a little bit more of like, well, that's oh, how that let's kill them all. Is, yeah. Well, that but that's that's like they're oh, we're, the apes are saved. All the military is done. Yeah, yeah. We're we're we can now take over. This is the now. end of the war, yo. This is the end of the war. They all got killed by an avalanche, and that's how we all get yeah. extinct. I was, I was hoping that would go in a different direction. I was hoping that when the military... I said this to you while we were watching. I was hoping when the military came in, the helicopters and stuff, I was like, wouldn't it be badass if they're all apes? And they like come in, and the apes are like, oh shit, the people, the humans are going to come and kick our ass or whatever. And then they like start firing on the... That would have been better than them. what happened. And then they find out, holy shit, there's a whole bunch of other evolved apes out in the world... We've already kind of won the war, and we just didn't even know it. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. See, that would be a lot better, but and then because the, they all had their like, they were all like in like gear, like you couldn't you couldn't even see hands or faces or anything. So I was like, oh snap, it's gonna we're gonna see an ape. It could be like that that funny ape that you thought was a human. Oh man, we'll get into bad ape. Um, so yeah, so I and they established they established that up front that there were other evolved apes out there that weren't part of Caesar's. I guess tribe or whatever. Yeah. Um, because Bad Ape was kind of wandering around and he learned how to talk and he learned how to like dress in clothes and everything. Yeah. So um, I that's what I was kind of hoping for and they didn't go that route. I didn't like the Woody Harrelson's death scene. I thought that was it felt anticlimactic, but in a good way. I think because it was what I said. It was but the it was rever- the combination of that with all the other stuff. Right. Right. That I that I didn't really like. It was the reversal about where, like I mentioned, with the whole, uh, with the virus evolving, of the apes turning into humans and the humans turning into apes. It was sort of because in the second movie, Caesar has this whole epiphany that he thought that apes were better than humans. He thought that we were, you know, apes strong together, mm-hmm. and uh, that you know we weren't. They were the apes weren't as corruptible as the humans. They were like you know a family, and they don't they don't turn against their own kind. Apes do not kill apes and all that. Yeah. And when Kobo goes freaking ape shit and basically starts this war, ape shit. that wasn't even intentional. When Kobo goes ape shit and starts the war. He basically realizes, I guess, we're, you know, we are we no better. We did see some ape shit in this, too. It's true, we did. Um, <laughs> he, he realizes that the apes are a lot more like the humans that he than he thought they, they were. And I think him sort of standing over Woody Harrelson with a gun, while he's like, <sighs> sort of like mumbling and can't really, like, function. Yeah. That kind of completed that arc, in a way, where it's like, oh, shit, apes really are kind of exactly like humans. So in that way, like the the symbolism of that moment, I think really worked. Plus, you know, it's it's a little we've already had him and we already had the two of them sort of, like, 
we had their face off already earlier in the movie. I thought that was kind of a way of subverting expectations. You think he's going to go in there and there's going to be like a, a big shootout and like a big dramatic moment where they're going to, one of them is going to, like, Caesar doesn't even die by the colonel's hands. He died by some one of random soldier guy that we met earlier in the movie. Yeah. Um, so I like that, that part. The, everything else afterwards that you're talking about, the avalanche and all the way that everything's shoot, 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 boom, grenades, boom. I thought, I, I agree with you a little bit on some of that. Um, I like my idea better with the army being apes, but they didn't want to go that route. But I, I mean, I, I did sort of figure that Caesar would probably die in this one because I heard those, oh, it's, it has like a sort of sense of closure to it. I'm like, okay, that means he's going to die probably. Yeah, but I, I didn't like that because... You didn't like the way he died or... I don't... Well, yeah, I didn't like the way he died. And should he go out and blaze of glory just like, fuck you? No, I don't think he should have died at all. Oh, uh, you didn't want him to die? I didn't want him to die at all. I, just, I thought that was so stupid. And and also, if they were ever going to bring James Franco's character back, oh yeah, that would have been a, it. Would have been a perfect time to like. I think he's dead at this point. Yeah, but they never much. have said anything no, about never, him. You just sort of assume he's dead. Yeah, it's well, kind of like also in the all right, movie, we're just going to ignore that he ever existed. Well, maybe, like he's never. I mean, they go back to his, this guy. This guy raised Caesar and everything, but he's never going to mention him. He goes back to his house and excuse me, in the arm. Uh, in the second one. He goes back to his house, and Jason Clark, the main. Male I mean, it would have been like, different if maybe you saw James Franco and he was like an ape or something. That'd be cool. You know what I that mean? Like cool. briefly, and then Caesar, and then Caesar takes over, and then he, and then he pretends, and then he pretends that he takes care of him. Like he takes care of him. Like he. I kind of like that idea too. I like our ideas better. I like our alternative. Kind of like the like the the what's the book like. The mom, oh, the, the mom that takes care of the son, oh, and then the, she gets old. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like kind of like that. Yeah. You know, I I just thought you, know, bro, you put both of our ideas together. We got a fucking go. amazing. I like that. I like that conclusion better a little bit. Yeah. Um, because you wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been as sped up, and it would have made a little bit more sense. That's the that's my only beef with the movie. The rest the of way, it's good. The, the way it ended, you were like, "What the fuck?" But the yeah. rest of it was cool for you. The rest of it was great. the 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 end part and the well, the the, the whole the whole cage thing was too long. It's a little too. too long, yeah. You know, it felt, but if it they shorten if they shortened that a little bit, yeah, and then tweak that ending. and then tweaked the ending to like maybe ten minutes more. Or something that makes more sense. Or something at least that makes more sense. Then it would have been a lot better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eh, I agree with that. It was like, oh, how... how? I mean, I understand there was a big explosion and they were in the hills and there was an avalanche. Like, it would start an avalanche and everything. But how perfect is that? That that's... I mean, it just seems like a little too good to be true. You know what I mean? So. And I didn't like that he he died. I thought it, it it would be better... If he ended up living, and and like I said, like then they leave the possibility for the whole James Franco arc to come back. Basically, around. you just really want to see more James Franco. Well, I just don't like how they completely ignored. You know, if he died, I want to see that he died. You know. Well, I mean, if he, he's an important enough character that you assistant. should have at least kept him in the second movie, his and then maybe had him die the, or something. His lab assistant was like patient zero. Remember, there was like the heavier set guy that was like his like lab tech working with the eight. He was the one that sneezed and like, oh, they found his body or whatever in the first movie. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's a good chance that Jim Franco is not around anymore. That caught, he caught the disease Probably, as well. Probably, yeah, I think so. I mean, but 
show it or but these movies are not explain about, it these movies are not about, about James Franco's character these movies are about Caesar no but it was and about James Franco's character in the first of, movie yeah and then the second one pivoted off of him and pivoted on to Caesar but I think Caesar's more interesting I, I know but it's just they, I don't Caesar's like how they completely ignore the character completely right when he does have the that's the whole reason why he has an attachment to humans in the first place is because he understands that humans can be not just with you know just hateful right that they can show a little compassion and 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 they're a lot they're a lot better than than what all the other apes are seeing yeah you know what i mean that's the whole reason for his character so to just completely ignore the character that made the character it just doesn't make any sense you wanted a little more sense of a little more closure there. A little more it. closure. I understand. I understand that. If they, like I said, if they just, if it ended somehow with, with James Franco ended up being an ape or something like that, which would be, which would, which would, you know, close it. Yeah. And also explain the plot for the other movies for and and show what could come because if he was going to be, he would probably be the first one infected. Uh, the, the first one infected, the first one to become dumbed down, and the first one to show the full side effects of the thing. You know? What if Caesar was dying and he looked over, he looked down like the hill, and he saw like Ape James, James Franco <laughs> hanging out with like his people? Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, this is where I belong. I'm good now. And then he died. He's like, he turns I mean, to the camera. Like, You're happy, Freddy? That and would James be. Franco, fuck off. That would be, that and would and be and a little dumb, bit too perfect. That's almost. It's almost as perfect as an avalanche crumbling the rest <laughs> of humanity. Almost. This is what you're saying. It's an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, it would have been I mean, better. It would have been at least entertaining. <laughs> like, We should probably just state for the record that Andy Serkis is freaking awesome. In this. Oh, yeah. Of course. I mean, he's great in, the, uh, he's great he's good in, in everything. Movies. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think Gollum and Caesar are both like on that. They're like, oh, Caesar, they're like, Caesar's up to the Gollum level just about. I think yeah. Gollum, I think he transformed himself maybe even, I don't know, not, I don't know if more necessarily, but with, he, he does more of a transformation with his voice to do Gollum, obviously, oh, yeah. than he does a Caesar. But I mean, he nails like the physicality of it and everything. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about these movies, is that the main ape characters are all performed by actors in mocap suits. Andy Serkis is giving a performance and then they lay the CGI on top of it. It's not just CG, but uh, you know his contribution. The expressions, the CGI, and the expressions—that's right. all. Him. Are so yeah, I know. But the CGI that can pick up on those expressions, I mean, it's awesome, right? Because the faces are so expressive, uh, down to like the eyes and everything. I mean, they probably keep the eyes the way they are. Uh, I would and, assume, I mean, or I mean, maybe I mean the different colors and stuff, but. They, they capture the eyes. Maybe they maybe they put contacts in or something. Something. But know. even like in in the expression in the eyes around the you know the just the facial features. Well, but he's doing like the body movements and like the you know. Yeah, no, but I'm just showing how I'm just like saying how expressive. Yeah. You know, it, it'd be one thing if you're going to see a movie and it's all CGI, but they're all like blank faced apes. Yeah. Like, just like just just like. Yeah, just all like the same, like Cut. not the same face, but just the same look on the their same face. expressionless faces. Yeah. That was Kai got kind of weirded out when we when when I showed her Polar Express like several years ago. She was like, "Well, they're all like zombies." I'm like, "Yeah, they sort of are." I guess I can see that because that's also motion capture. 
And oh, is it, it really? Yeah, and it, you can't tell it's motion capture because it doesn't look like motion capture, really. Not compared to, like, to, you know, these movies or, you know, Gollum. What, what or part of Polar are, Express? What part? Oh, what do you mean, what part? They're all in motion. It's all motion capture. All no, I mean, characters. but it's like... They have, they have, like, the dead eyes, is what, like what you're saying. Oh, they have dead they eyes have in the like, movie? They just kind of look like, we're going to the North Pole. Oh, that's cool. It's oh. creepy. Maybe they're all dead. Yeah, and they're all zombie children. Maybe they, yeah. yeah, maybe they died and this is like going off to heaven. They call it the North Pole. For yeah. uh, the Polar Express name. to heaven. Um, so what did, what did you think about... Oh, speaking of, of zombies. Oh, okay. What if Woody Harrelson was character in Zombieland? It turns into this guy? Turned into this guy. I could see that. He, had a, he actually lost a son in Zombieland, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's there what I'm go. saying. Oh my god. The virus when he also said, has side he said I had a son and it died and I was like oh, also and then he started telling people it was there a is puppy? a virus. There's a virus. That's true. Maybe some of them became so dumb and then they wanted to eat human flesh. That's true. Where is Emma Stone in this universe though? Virus took her. No, not Emma Stone. I love Emma Stone. <laughs> um what, how do you feel? What did you think about some of the other ape characters in here? We already talked about Maurice and Rocket. And of course, Bad Ape being like the biggest, most notable like addition, I thought he was. I thought he was really funny, and I thought it's good to have um, a, a it, comedic they, character in a yeah, movie. They like needed this something too. like that because this movie's maybe darker than the last one, and the last one's pretty dark. Yeah, um, and I think you needed some character to sort of give you that little bit of tension release. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Bad Ape, played by Steve Zahn, uh, I think I think he he brought that and and I think he was funny and quirky without being like an obnoxious. Like I don't think he'd ever really crossed out into obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, he had sort of a, it wasn't in your face. That's why. Yeah, yeah. He had sort of a, a I don't know, like an innocent cluelessness a little bit going on. Just because again he, with the facial expressions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of it was oh God, facial so expression. Uh, like, it's like Groot, you know. Again, going comparing, yeah, uh, to Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, this is not Baby Driver, but again, comparing the Guardians of the Galaxy, right. Groot. All he said is, "I am Groot," but the facial expressions in the character makes the character, right? You know, like when he goes and he sl- he stabs and slams, movie. yeah, in the first movie, he, he slams him, and then yeah. he turns and smiles. I mean, those little face, those ex- the facial expressions make the character. Yeah, they and, go a long way. And then this one, um, with with Bad Ape, he. You, they use the facial expression, so he's not necessarily talking in order for you to be amused with him. Right. Otherwise, if it's just him being like, Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bad place. Bad, bad place. place. Bad ape. Bad place. You know, then it, it would have been like, okay, you're a little whiny. Let's yeah. ease up a little bit. But it's the facial expressions went a long way with that but the fact that he didn't know what was going on actually fit the character because he existed sort of on his own plane all these years and everything and i think i think it felt more organic with the story than if it was just some annoying ape that was in caesar's you know in caesar's group which is like oh caesar oh, you know what yeah. i mean yeah oh, oh i'm dropping oh, i'm dropping stuff oh. <laughs> yeah and um I th- and I liked seeing Maurice and, and Rocket taking such prominent roles here. I feel like they had more screen time here than in the, the, either of the previous movies, which was cool. Because the film, even though it's the third one and it's ostensibly the most epic in scope, it, it is a very sort of intimate story where it's just Caesar and three or four other characters sort of wandering around on their little mission. As opposed to, I feel like the last one was really about, was really like set within the apes you know the apes home and, and involved 
kind of a lot of the community of apes more mm-hmm. than more than just as few. I mean, this involved the community of apes as it goes along because they all got captured and shit. But um, for the, like uh, most of the first maybe two thirds or half at least of the movie, it's just kind of these small groups, sort of on a little almost like westerny type mission riding horses being like we need to go find those people in the next town pilgrim mm-hmm. that kind of thing and uh I, I like that aspect of it because it hones in even more so on caesar's journey and you know having <clears throat> lost his, his family and that kind of thing also there was no big climactic fight between the humans and the apes as well did you not like that is that what you're saying i don't know you're I don't like, know how I feel about that. Like it wasn't for a war movie. It wasn't very war No, it's just... It was more like... Well, Caesar, there's, a big, there's a big battle in the beginning. That wasn't a battle. That was, sort just, of. That was just them being... That was just them being uh, ruthless and killing a whole bunch of apes. I guess, yeah. Okay. They killed like something... 60-something... 63 apes or whatever. And then they only got like, what, 10 of their men? Because they all had guns? You know? Fair I mean, point. I would have liked a little bit more of a stand, you know, instead yeah. of the Shawshank. You know what I mean? You want you wanted a uh, an army of apes kind of staring yeah. down. They're like, oh, meet me by the tree. It's interesting that that <laughs> by the tree, the Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah, that's right. Morgan Freeman. That's oh, right. Meet me by the tree. I remember now. I'll be by the tree. The tree is the desert. Why does he sound like movie? even older than he really is? <laughs> he funny. sounds older than like than he is now. And that movie was twenty something <laughs> years ago. Um. <laughs> oh, meet me. What's the guy's name? Andy Dufresne is the other guy. Is Tim Robbins? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Tim Robbins, meet me by the tree. That's the actor's name, though. The <laughs> character's name is Andy Dufresne. I'm God. <laughs> no, that's something more than I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, the, I forgot what we were. Right I don't now. even know. Where we're right. Oh yeah, I would have liked a bigger. I would have liked a bigger fight scene though. Yeah, yeah, a, a little bit bigger. Something. There was no. There was. There was no. There was no climactic like fight. If it's a war, where's that's the what, war? That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. a very war. Where's the war come? There were there was more. Ba- it would be more like of survive scene. of the planet of the apes. There was more of a battle scene in the last. Survive movie. in the planet of the apes. Survival of the planet. That'll be the next one. Survival of the planet of the apes or something. Um, no, there is no survive. This would be the survival of the planet of the apes. They got. There is no war. They need random now. There was more of a war in the second one. That's what I was about to say. There was a the whole scene at the end with Koba on the tank and shit, and they were like fighting the army of like the not army, but they were fighting the humans like in their little, you know. I don't know Zion, Zion style compound or whatever. Yeah. So, what did you what did you think about the little girl, whose name eventually ends up being Nova? Is that was that pretty blatant product placement? Did Chevy get some money for that? Yeah, I feel like it when she when they pull that thing. Chevy like, and the Coca Cola. Did you see the broken down Coca Cola truck? I didn't really notice that. No, I, I was like, but, oh, that's. that's Good product like placement. They're just walking. Like they're just walking. They're just walking by a, a, a Coca Cola truck. You're like for some reason the I need to buy, I feel like I want to buy a Coke and drink it while I'm driving around in my Chevy. <laughs> my Chevy Nova. Weird. Um, I thought she was fine, the little girl. Yeah, no. I mean, she wasn't. She wasn't great. She wasn't amazing. She wasn't X twenty three. But I think that you know she served her purpose. It was a development for Caesar's character. Right. She was there as a and, device and, for the for Caesar and the, much. and, uh, and Maurice, other characters. Maurice and right, yeah, there was a lot of interaction with her, which I liked. So it it wasn't like overwhelming, of you know, 
as yeah. well. It didn't yeah. like overtake the movie. Yeah. So I, I had no issue. I, I, it felt a little like I aliens, I told you all my too. issues. What do you want from me? Like, it felt, it felt a little like to... Aliens, because there's a little blonde girl in Aliens, too. But she actually talks and stuff. Uh, aliens. Why are you like, confused? Game over, man! Yeah, Game that, over. there's a little girl in that movie. I don't remember that. Yeah, Newt. She's like with Ripley the whole time. Get away from her, you bitch! Ripley oh, says. Wow. To, to the alien to get away from the little girl. Is she, is she, you need to rewatch she talks. Too. Yeah, she talks. So the only, the only, of, the only. Sim- she's quiet for some of the movie though. So the only sort of similar like thing between this and, and Aliens is that the girl is blonde, about the same age, and also has their names four letter name four word four letter name that starts with an N. Her name is Newt, and her name's Nova. Blew your mind, didn't I? That's also a war movie, but it has more battling than this one does. <laughs> yes. A lot more about, and there's no war in the title. That's true. It could have been war on the war aliens. For the aliens of the yeah, war for the planet of the aliens. There you go. Yeah, um, and that would have made more sense than war for the planet of the apes. I was a little. I was. I was glad they didn't bring Koba back because the way it ended. Because pretty much, pretty oh, much all it was okay, is that ahead. oh, there's a war. Oh, there's a war. Oh shit. Oh, the they're all over. dead. Yeah. Oh shit. Avalanche. War is over, and they all—they all go. Okay. The most unclimactic war, <laughs> I guess. Well, but they're gonna. I mean, there's gonna. There's gonna the be only unclimactic thing is if there. someone just dropped a nuke on the whole thing and everyone just died. That's like the only thing they could top. And then Porky Pig pops up like that's awful. You're like the fuck. Where the pig come from? Pigs can talk too. Okay, what were you gonna say about Koba? I'm glad they didn't bring Koba back because the way. What do you mean? Oh, because he fell into like the abyss or something. And we were like, where did he go? I guess he's dead. And then there's like at the end of the credits of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, there's like you can hear like some ape breathing. And some people were speculating like three years ago, like, oh shit, does that mean he's still alive? And I'm glad they didn't. And then I saw Toby Kebbell's name in the credits on IMDb as Koba. And I was like, oh shit, don't bring him back. Let him die because then it ruins that. It ruins the moment that Caesar's like, yeah, I'm oh, apes do not kill apes unless apes are fucking assholes. Then apes kill apes. Fuck you, Koba. And he drops yeah. him. He's like, I thought apes going. He's like, apes do not kill apes. He's like, you are not ape. And he drops him. Yeah. That was awesome. That was a great moment. Yeah. So I thought. Where's I was that moment? This- Where's that moment in this movie? <laughs> I was worried this movie was gonna bring that. Was gonna rein that in and mess it up for me. But he's in this just in that like. The way they have like donkey on the back of him. I'm not ape. Yeah, I'm like donkey. donkey. <laughs> Read it. <laughs> I need an ogre to donkey. Oh, oh, here's your grenade. Huh? <laughs> uh, so I'm glad that he's he's in this, but just only like in a couple brief instances, because Caesar's haunted by. That is there a mo- is there made. a moment like that in this movie? You'd be like, oh, well, I've seen that movie so a lot good. more. Well, okay, twice. If I saw what that movie just now, though, yeah, that's true. No, I know. That's why. I mean, this is a good exactly. movie. This is a great. This is still a great movie, but the other ones are like Guardians yeah, is better than this. Dawn is Dawn is like a masterpiece to me. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is like a, one of the best sci-fi. I even tweeted it earlier today. One of the best sci-fi movies of like the last decade. Yeah, I think. Okay. And I think collectively, this trilogy is probably one of the stronger trilogies of the of the, of the 2000s. Uh, yeah, I put I it up there that. with like Lord of the Rings and the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, maybe Captain America and something probably something else I'm not thinking of um, I put these apes movies in that category uh, but yeah this this one didn't didn't live up to the last one but it also wasn't one of those like 
Back to the Future 3 where you're like, oh, those first two. I was and just then, thinking. Oh, this one's fine. I was just Whatever. thinking about that. It's all right. It's what it is. I was literally just thinking about that. Because I sort of feel I like I was going to compare. I was going to compare really Back to the Future to this. Like, because the second one is, like, so much better. And the first one is, like, is like it's good. It's, like, really Actually, good. Actually, like, I think the... I think the first one, the first Back to the Future movie, is a better movie, but yeah. I like the second one better because I saw it more as a kid and it was just like. Well, the, the second one is more fun. Yeah, the, the first one thing. is just a better movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't, but, but I don't feel that way about these movies. I feel like yeah, the second one, the second is, one a is a better movie, movie yeah. and it is, you know. And then I was gonna compare this one yeah. to, to Back to the Future. I sort of feel like I sort of feel like because I feel the same way about Dark Knight Rises that I do about this movie. Like I think it's good. It's fine. It has. It has its, it's the weakest of the trilogy, actually, but it's still really strong. As I'm talking about this with actually, you, not this is stronger than Dark Knight. Rises. Actually, as I'm talking about this with you, I think I like this one the least. Oh wow! Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I like how you started out being like, "It's really great," except those last ten minutes, and now you're like, "Yeah, fuck this movie." Yeah, <laughs> it's like in real time. Yeah, folks, talking, you've t- heard you've heard this this like his his opinion like evolve over the last half. Yeah, hour, well, I, th- I came in thinking, "Oh, it's not as good as the second one," but. It's better than the first one. And then as I'm talking about it, and I'm critiquing it, and I'm reflecting over the movie because we had just seen it, I'm like, actually, no, this isn't as good as the first one. The first one was pretty rock solid, and it had a pretty good basis for the rest of the... Uh, for the rest of the movies coming forward, uh, this one it it wasn't a good closure like, to those to that trilogy. To At least for me, it wasn't a good closure for those movies. Right. You know, uh, it was a uh, it was a good closure for me, but I think you made some valid points, and it still I mean it still pales in comparison to the last one, is my thing. But that's a high bar that I had for that previous movie. So I came in with no bar. I, yeah. That's how I did with all these movies. I I I come in with no bar. I'm like, oh, that was actually really good. And the then bar I in the movie theater had a spider bite drink though. That was that bar. Yeah. You no, so there was that. a bar there. You didn't, we didn't have it. <laughs> there wasn't a. We weren't drinking anything. Yeah, we weren't drinking anything. It would have made the movie a little bit better. We were like, yes, either. (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Avalanche, where'd that come from? There's a baby shit, y'all. Turn around to the people behind me, like, did you see that shit? (laughs) Um, You made me lose my train of (laughs) thought. Yeah, so I just. It's my least favorite. Okay. Yeah. I think I still like it better than Rise, because I'm I don't have a hard on for James Franco the way that no, you do. No, it's not it's not that I have a hard on for James Franco. It's just I don't like how they didn't have a closure with with their relationship. You know, everyone yeah. else they have a closure with the relationship. But that was the only relationship. But that was the only good relationship in the first. I mean, like I the strong relationship. Every other relationship, like okay, this is my wife. Oh, this is my son. Oh, this is my friend. But that 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 one made more sense. The friend one because yeah. he that's from the first one. But there was no the, the relationship like the with Franco. Like they the didn't son. even mention they it. The thing with him and the Caesar and his son in the second one. Like the they didn't even mention it. They didn't even show him being upset about it. Like. Maybe like ten sec- five seconds when he was at the house. And well, maybe they, the looking first, at a picture or something. The first and or second picking movie, up a... the first between the first and second movie, it jumps like ten years. So, sometime in that ten, you want a flashback to like or five just... years before where he's like, "No, James Franco." Well, you would assume that maybe he that didn't die. You know, I guess. And then it go full circle around. I like the whole point is the movies decided to pivot from. And then he says, "I love you forever. I love you for always." Uh, something something for you know the the the, the end of that book 
Oh, that is a bet. Yeah. Yeah, the the one. Uh... Now, if James Franco had shown up here as his character from the interview, that would have been awesome. Like he flies in on a helicopter. He's like, "We're gonna interview this ape, Caesar," and he's like, "Dave Skylark," that kind of thing. Oh. Then I would have been down. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I'd be like, "Yeah." That guy, the scientist from Rise of the Planet of the Apes, went and became like a like a sleazy photo, like you know, television. And then and then Maurice comes in there and he's like, does the sign? He's like, he's honey potting you. Like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the matchup we want to see. Um, I I also liked. I thought it was cool how um, I thought it was cool how the the apes that turned from the apes to serve the humans were called donkeys because it's. Pretty obviously like a Donkey Kong reference. Which uh, I thought was pretty clever. Yeah, I didn't catch that. There was a there was a lot of little things like that that I thought were, were cute and uh, kind of interesting. You know, they didn't even show Winter. Did they? Like, did he kill Winter? I think he killed Winter on accident when he was like, "Shut the fuck up! People are gonna hear!" And then he so like, no one even realized that Winter was dead. Well, we didn't see. We didn't hang out with the humans. You want to hang out with the humans? The humans are boring. I know, but he was like, "Oh, how did you find out that information? Why didn't you He's just like, say?" He's like, well, I went to your base. He's like, killed your white ape. He didn't want to say anything. And then, well, I thought that was out of protection. Be that way, asshole. I thought that was out of protection for winter, maybe. But then winter's just dead. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. That was my understanding. I thought he just made him unconscious because it seemed like he was still breathing. I thought I heard him. He was like listening and breathing. I'm pretty sure he was. I didn't care. He was dumb. I'm glad that he killed him. Or not. So is that base b- there? I thought they moved everyone to that. You Dude, know? I don't There's have so many answers. unanswered questions. Yeah, you're like, I need another I need another. So movie many, with this. So many plot holes, so many things that they said, but then it wasn't the case. I'm sorry, you're disappointed. Yeah. Just like, just like in Baby Driver. Come if on, you don't use the same guy. crew twice, then don't show me bats again. In a movie, yeah, in a movie <laughs> that uses the same crew constantly. It's like we have a four-person crew, but we use the same like three people in every in this job, movie. Right? Like, <laughs> like, we couldn't ha- we couldn't we couldn't afford any other extras for this last it's one. It's like we only have so the we'll just for use so the many. one from the first and then Bats from the second. We only have the budget for so many name actors for this movie. So <laughs> Jamie Foxx, you'll have to be here for most of this film. Like, don't put in that line, bro. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> did you uh, did you have any other thoughts on this? Well, where do we want to see the Franchise go because I mean yeah this is the end of Caesar but I'm pretty sure this is not the end of these franchise Fox makes a shit ton of money I don't really care anymore yeah, wow so you're <laughs> at you're you're old, you're done I'm out bro I'm folding I'm yeah. cashing my chips and being like fuck seize you later wow <laughs> yeah, I think what they'll probably what I could see them doing is in the fourth film which are tentatively titled Survival of the Planet of the Apes yeah uh, I could see Andy Serkis still staying on board and then have him play Cornelius grown up playing his like have him play the son of his other character because as we said Cornelius is a huge character in the other movies and such well what would be what would be the storyline for a next I don't one? know I'm not a screenwriter you gotta pay me money if you're gonna be trying to get me a good I mean if, that, if that's all the if that's all the if that's all the humans or the majority of the humans, I mean that was the what military. would be the story? That was the human military. There's still humans yeah. out there somewhere. I mean, there's even humans. Yeah, in the but old but they're all getting viruses and turning into to apes themselves. Ape people or whatever. So yeah. what what is what is the storyline? Is it going to be picking, what are the humans going to contribute? Yeah, is it going to is it going to pick up with someone coming in later and then be like. 
damn you, damn you all to hell. Damn dirty apes. <laughs> exactly. Is that how it's going to be? Well, that's, that's how, that's how be... the first movie was, too. That's the funny thing. You that This is this movie... Like, it picks up on the beach. The second where and third... The Statue of Liberty. I'm surprised Island. there wasn't a Statue of Liberty thing in this movie. I, I thought maybe on. they would end with the war on Ellis Island. Fourth movie. Maybe there's more. That's maybe there's no. more humans. <laughs> the war it should have been in this one. <laughs> Well, they already had a battle for the Planet of the Apes in the in the other movies. So, what's another what's another uh, like combat term other than war no, and no. and battle? Fight. Skirmish. <laughs> Skirmish on the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Melee. Melee on the Planet of the Apes. Uh, there's gonna there'll probably be another one. Uh, that's what I think. That's how they, that way they can keep Andy Serkis involved, have him play a different character. Uh, do they need to link it up to the other movies? Not necessarily. Like, okay, all right. Andy, we don't know how much time Andy, this has gone down. Andy, we want you to be Cornelius, but you have to go two octaves lower. Can you do that? <laughs> He's like, yes, I can. Yes, I can. No, no. Ape stronger together. Ape stronger together. No, no, no. It's too much. No, it's too much like Gollum. It's too much. We don't want a Gollum ape. Yeah, no, that's weird. <laughs> um. So, so I, I mean, I'm excited. I'm I'm down if they do more of these. I like, I like these movies more than way more than I ever thought I would because, I, like I said, I barely saw any of the old ones minus the original. And I was a fan of the Tim Burton one when it came out because I was stupid and I was a teenager. Yeah. And now, having since then, I'm like, yeah, we're good. Um, so I'm surprised how much I like these movies. So if they do another one, obviously I'll be there. I'd like them to keep the same level of like drama and stakes. As this as the last second two, one. well, especially the second one, yeah. Um, I don't think they're gonna have this director though, because this director is signed on to do the Batman with Ben Affleck. Oh, okay, but I, I mean, he also did Cloverfield and he did Let Me In, the remake of the Swedish movie Let the Right One In, vampires and stuff. Um, so he's a really strong filmmaker, and I think, like, I think this, these last two movies that were directed really strongly. Uh, I think he's got a real sense for for visual storytelling and that kind of thing. So I'm excited to see him do what he what he says is going to be sort of a detective like noir style Batman movie, which we've mm-hmm. never really seen. Um, you know, even though we've had 47,000, 47, I'm just all about the number 47 today. Because the 47 meters down movies out, 47's in my head because I saw it on IMDb or something when I was clicking around. Yeah. Um, so there's like we've had like 47 million Batman movies, but. You know that sounds like a, another like it sounds like he's gonna ma- he potentially can take the Batman franchise to a different place the way that he did with these ape, like these apes movies like if like I said the first one was strong the second one took it to another to to a whole other level and I I want to see him do that for Batman because Batman is not unlike Planet of the Apes you don't have to win me over for that franchise I'm like Batman here's my money yeah. Lego Batman, Dark Batman, Dancing Fucking Batman, Batman and, and Ice Puns. I don't give a shit. I'll be there. So I'm excited to see uh, to see what he brings to that. Yeah, and that was the worst one, the Batman. Exactly. Ice puns. I was still there. I didn't like it, but I was like, all right, I'm here. Here's my money. Do something better. The Jim Carrey one was at least entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah. Because <laughs> Jim Carrey. I still like that. Yeah, I like that because I like Jim Carrey. But um, I mean, that's pretty much. Jim Carrey's like the only good part of that movie. <laughs> Yeah, I like Val Kilmer all right. There's other the score is kind of interesting. It's uh, now we're going off. Total it's campy. It's, 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 it's campy it, without being super it'll, like, it'll, shitty. It'll lose more to like uh, Adam West. A little bit, Batman, yeah. A little yeah, but bit. it's not. The, the ter- but it still works, sort of. Yeah, but 
for the most part. I don't want don't don't send me hate tweets. No anybody. spoilers though. Yeah, no, no spoilers for Batman Forever. We, we um, won't spoil. We won't spoil Baby Driver and and uh, Batman Forever. There you go. But but the movie that literally came out like twelve hours ago. Fuck you. We're gonna tell you all about it. <laughs> Caesar's dead, bitches. <laughs> um, uh, but I, I'm still for this movie. I'm still probably four point five. Even though I have issues with the ending now, more so than because of you. Thanks. Um, but I, I still, I still, I'm still leaning on a four point. It's not as, it's not as strong a four point five as Logan, which yeah. might is leaning almost into a five. Um, but I, I mean, I still like it. I still think, five. Yeah, yeah. Logan is like almost a perfect score for me. Um, so, but it's, so I'd still say this is up there for my favorite movies of the year, even though there are elements that I, I mean, there are elements that they, I, they could have handled better. Um, I wasn't a four. With this movie? Oh, you're going down? I was at a four. Three. 2.5, guys. So three. Oh, geez. It's the same level as Despicable Me? That's, yeah. just, that's depressing. Yeah. It is. You know what, though, guys? Minions, 3.5. Not bad. No, I'm just kidding. Minions is like... Lower. A one. Oh, it's not that bad. There was one it's scene that, It's a guilty pleasure. There's one scene in that... I already told you the scene. There's one in scene minions? in Minions that I, that I thought was hilariously funny. What was that? I forgot. They go... Wait, is this Minions? I don't know. I might be confusing the one with the Penguins. The Madagascar ones? The, oh, I didn't want... I, I only know. saw the first Find one out which one. Alright, I'm going to tell you. It's the one where he's like, I have a time a time machine. And then he goes... Oh, that is. That's, that is a Minions. That's Minions? Okay, I thought so. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, like, yeah, I have a time machine. Yeah, yeah, and then he has like all his, like, oh, his doubles. And then he kills one of them. He's the original. Like, no, shit, the original. And then they all just like... And they're like all trying to run away. But the, the, that is a funny There's gag. nowhere to run. That's a funny one. <laughs> we should clarify, he doesn't say shit though. Because the movie's rated PG. Yeah, I know. And but, I died laughing in that part. That though. was pretty good. That was. It was so clever. It was so clever. So, so, so War for the Planet of the Apes... Recommended by me, not as recommended by Freddy. But no. see Dawn. See Dawn. Go yeah, go rewatch Dawn and then pretend that it's the end. And then that's yeah. I guess. And then pretend Cornelius is actually Caesar in the original. There you go. And links right up to the original <laughs> film. <laughs> It'd be like the Dark Knight Rises thing where it's like, You should I like that name, Robin. You'd be like, I like that name. Cornelius. He's like, that is my real name. Cornelius Caesar Cornelius Banks or I don't know what Smith whatever his last name is Rodman was the name of not the basketball player Rodman <laughs> the uh, James Frank your, your boyfriend James Franco is Will Rodman or whatever was his name uh, so I guess that's technically Caesar's last name my boyfriend James Franco I wish <laughs> <laughs> alright I think that's all we have for this one right Yes, I think so. Okay, so that's all we have for now. You can rate and review us on iTunes if you'd be so kind. Also find Crooked Table Podcast on Stitcher, at Crooked Table on Twitter. That would be me. At Freddie underscore Yanis for me. Uh, we're also on Facebook and this other social medias. Find more podcasts, reviews, videos, and other movie-related goodies at CrookedTable.com. Next week, I'm probably going to be talking about Dunkirk, unless I decide not to. But most likely, I'm going to talk about Dunkirk, because I love me some Nolan. And... Uh, yeah, so go go see. You, have a, you guys have a lot of movies to catch up on. Go buy the Blu-ray of Logan. Go see Baby Driver. Go see Baby Driver. Yeah. Go see War for the Planet of the Apes. But I would, even even I would agree with Freddy, go see Baby Driver first. Go War see Baby Pla- Driver. War for the then Planet go of the Apes see... is a, is a hundred, like, 
but at a cost, probably $200 million. It's a huge franchise. They'll be just fine. See, Go see original movies like Baby see Driver. See Baby Driver, then Spider-Man Homecoming, then yeah, Spectacle Movie like, 3. I did like Spider-Man. And then every other movie, and then see War of the Planet Games. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, that's all we got this time. We'll see you guys next time. Hey, don't steal my line. No, it's like, are we rolling credits or what? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the. We're, we're over when I say we're over. God damn it! Roll credits. <laughs>